Yes, I have something that I want to share with you today. Um, you know, life, again, is messy. And I'm here to try to just help you to deal with the messiness of life. My title today is How to Live in a Messed Up and Scary World. And we do have one, do we not? Uh, how can we walk through this world, through this life, and feel safe? Have you thought about that lately? I bet you have. When everything is just so, so messed up and scary. But you must, because that's all we got. We're, we're having to deal with life the way that it is. And it's, it is, um, uh, it's a challenge. And how, how do we survive uh, a so seriously messed up world? Well, that's what we're going to be talking about today. Hopefully we can help you in some way to make things better. Um, it's, it's a paradox what, we're, what we, what, what's been given to us. Uh, we've been told as, as children stories uh, and they were good stories. They were about life and God and success and family and and uh, how uh, you know some deep deep truths uh, that uh, are to help us to navigate through life. But actually, those stories were given to us at a particular time in life where really we're not very mature, so they have to be regulated to our understanding level. But the trouble is, oftentimes we don't adjust our stories as we mature in life, if we mature in life. So uh, today we're, we're going to be talking about this paradox of certainty and uncertainty, because we can have, we want certainty. That's one thing that Maslow talked about, having, having the need to have certainty. But the fact of it is, there's a lot of uncertainty and all and uncertainty is not all bad because we like to have a little spice in our life. We like to have some thrills, but the fact of it is we prefer to be under our control. Some of the things we're going to be talking about. Einstein said this about life. He says that the most important decision decision we, we can make is whether we believe Okay, we believe that, that we live in a friendly or hostile universe. And Einstein said he came to the conclusion that he believed that we lived in a friendly universe, even though there's a lot of uncertainty and there's a lot of things that go wrong in our life and our universe. But he said there's more things that go right than wrong because his conclusion was because uh, if they didn't go right, we would not be here. We wouldn't live. There wouldn't, there wouldn't be uh, an earth. There wouldn't be living creatures. Things have to go right. Have you ever heard or thought about how critical um, that things have to be to be able to, for us to exist, for life to exist? Anyway, we're not going to talk about all that tonight or today or whenever it is that you're listening to this. So Einstein says that we need 
to make a decision what we're going to believe, whether this is hostile or a friendly universe. I already told you what he believed. Uh, you see that um, we all want certainty, okay? But we're living in a, a world of uncertainty. That's the way that it is. And so we have to learn how to be able to live in the world of uncertainty and have some security, some certainty in us. We'll talk a little bit about that. It's a big subject, it's complex, but hopefully I can give you a little bit. So first question is, what is it that you believe? What is it you truly, truly believe? What is it that is your core belief? What is it that you, um, you believe about God? You believe about life? You believe about truth? You, leave, you believe about love? What's your core beliefs? What is it that yours? Now, not what's been handed off to you or taught you, but that you know that you know that you know that you can stand on, that you can build a life on. That's so important. So important. I've got some conversations that I or stories that I want to tell you today. I'm not going to go into big details. I just want to touch on. But these are some events that uh a couple of them happened this week. The other one happened some weeks back. But I had a man that I met at a courthouse the other day, and he was he was talking to me and uh, his businessman, and and uh, he was there because uh, his daughter uh, had a life tragedy. Her husband was killed, and they had only been married a very, very, very short time. In fact, thirty days, and. I saw her there and she was visibly shaken. They all were shaken. And I, of course, expressed my condolences and and sorry for their difficulties. And and he was he was in the midst of talking, talking about all the different difficulties in life, how it's hard to trust people, it's hard to find people to trust, it's hard to, to have people to follow through with their word in business and and his other businesses that he has and and uh, and was asking me if I found the same. And I, well, <laughs> the world is the world. Right. And so he was talking about that and he was talking about the difficulty he had with his, the pain in his family and the loss to death. And he just said, this is kind of kind of out of the blue in a way, he says, you know, all this is kind of shaking my faith. I said, yes, it can. Because the truth is because we don't know for sure where we stand. We haven't challenged, we haven't grown our own internal security, that certainty that the world can go to hell, but I can be okay. Now that's hard, okay? Victor Franco in the Nazi death camp, you know, he said that every day he woke up, he had a one out of 30, a 30 or 35 chance of dying that day. That's, I mean, I mean, day after day after day. And yet he said that he found more strength in being able to help his fellow prisoners. In fact, he gave, I mean, sometimes all I gave him was 
a piece of bread or a, a floating fish head in dirty water to eat as their food for the whole day. And sometimes he'd give that away. It's hard in the middle of difficulty. It's tough. Another story of, a, of another woman that was, uh, had, had a loss, loss of one of her parents, that it was, it was tough and trying to help and, and, and very frustrated and said, I don't, it really doesn't matter what you say. I, because I got to know, I got to know, I got to know, because I don't know. I, it doesn't matter what you say. I need to have God show me. And I told her, I said, I believe that he will. I realized later that what I needed to do is not tell her anything. But what I need to do is what I'm doing with you today is ask you something. What do you believe? What is your core beliefs? What do, can you stand on as far as believing? Because I remember a day in my life, which I call the, uh, a uh, dark night of the soul experience, that I had to figure out what I believed and what I could stand on, what I could build my life on. Let's go to the next door. I had a, a, a woman I was talking with and having a difficult time trying to trying to protect um, uh, grandchildren, but also trying to connect with the children and and her children and and trying to navigate a difficult, difficult, difficult situation and trying to do the right thing. And sometimes. Sometimes it's hard. There's no just absolute right thing. It's sometimes it's the least worst thing or the, the little bit better thing. Sometimes I tell people, uh, do, do uh, as right of a thing as you can do. Maybe you can't do it perfectly, but do as best you can, best you can. And then we, we grow from there. Because all we can do is try to take care of our side of the street, so to speak, take care of our responsibility, because we can't control any of this out here. All we can do is try to control our, our heart, our, our thoughts, our, our brain, what we do, how we do it. And the way we have to do that, we have to be emotionally regulated. <laughs> Most of us live life in an emotional dysregulated situation. And the scripture talks about that. And I and I wanna uh, I wanna touch on that right now. And, and that's out of Philippians 4:6. Uh, to way that that we can have something that some surety, some certainty that 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 we can be stable here. And, and here's one piece. Uh, of uh, scripture that might be able to help and that as uh, Philippians 4, 6 through 8 I'm not going to read all of it but and verse 6 starts off with says do not be anxious about anything now that's tough to say don't be anxious about anything but it's saying the idea here is there's a place that 
that we can come to a place that we don't have to be anxious about anything. We can recognize the difficulty, but we don't have to get all turned up and worked up and 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 worried. You know, worry is is using faith in the wrong direction. If you didn't know that, because what we if we're worrying, that means we're believing that the worst is going to come to pass instead of choosing to believe for the best to come to pass. But in every situation, by prayer, petition, thanksgiving, uh, present your request to God. Talking about talking to God, and and usually we want we we want to talk to somebody else, or we want to gripe, we want to complain, we want to moan. Uh, we don't want to deal with our issues. First, we got to recognize. See, if we don't if we don't name it, then then we can't tame it. We we want to be able to turn that around, but but we have to do it in such a way that we recognize it. But we need to spend less time talking about it and more time about being open to the solution that God wants to give us. And we've practiced worrying more than believing. Don't mean to be harsh, but that's the way it is. Scripture goes on and says, if we can make these requests, if we can talk to God about it and and that he know and then we know that he knows one scripture out of the old testament with with uh uh hey guy is that right sarah's hen handmaiden i i don't know if i got the right name right but anyway she got pregnant and and sarai uh, uh she was she got to feeling good about herself because she's a slave and now she's she felt like she was equal because she's pregnant with the boss's baby. And so that gave her a standing in her mind, which it, it did something, that's for sure. But anyway, she took off and ran. And God met her in the middle of her misery. When she got out there in the middle where she didn't have any food, water, uh, shelter, looked like she's going to die. Sometimes that's where we have to get before we finally well, is willing to let go of some of that ego we were talking about last week, let go of some of that and listen. And she says, God talked to her. He said, uh, said that she saw the God that saw her. She knew that God saw her. And that did something, that communication, that connection. We must have that connection. And he said, if we'll have that connection by petitioning, talking, and thanksgiving, uh, the peace of God, which transcends, transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. It will stabilize us. But sometimes we have to have to be pushed on through that worry game and go into knowing what he has done in the past and what he's done in the past he'll do in the he'll do he 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 will do in the future in fact he'll do it right now and here we are i can't do it man i've been in situations where i finally said i can't do it i know you can't do it and god would come in and he did it. He did things that I couldn't have imagined that he could do. And he did it. 
but you have to be willing. You have to be open. You have to be receptive. You have to be established a little bit of a dialogue. So that peace comes. Psalms 23, 4, one of my favorite scriptures, uh, is it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. That's that's the guidance and protection. He's there with us in the middle of the storm. And a lot of our life is, is, is storm. It's just so foggy, so unclear. But you know what? Uh, as one writer says, uh, if we can turn our headlights on in our car in the middle of the fog at night, we can see so far. We can't see all the way, but we can see a little ways and we can drive the entire journey that way because we navigate what we do see. And that's all we can do. We can only deal with what we are able to deal with, what's in our control. And he wants to lead us through these difficulties. And we really don't know what we believe until we're in the middle of the difficulties because we haven't challenged ourselves. We haven't sought our own so own heart to come to that conclusion. Finding some certainty while we're in the midst of uncertainty. Those people that you admire, they're able to walk in certainty even in the midst of uncertainty. Now there's others that walk with bluster and ego and they're they're trying to fake it till they make it but i'm talking about others that are not fakers they're not posers they they're living they're living that life of uh, connection confidence security um, with god i uh uh, I woke up, uh, or maybe it was even when I was asleep. I, 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 I'm not a real music person, but I kept hearing in my, um, uh, in my, in my brain uh, this, this song, and so I, I looked up the lyrics, and I'm going to try to get, uh, say it to uh, give them to you. And you're probably familiar with the song, and that is that um, uh, you'll never be alone. And actually, I, I didn't realize it, but I, I remember Jerry Lewis from the Jerry Lewis Telethon uh, singing at the end of his show. And, I, and uh, it didn't really mean a whole lot to me, but because I, I was back back in those days, I was pretty young. And anyway, it was, uh, of course, he did that for, I don't know how many years, 20, 25 or 30 years. And so I want to I want to read I want to read these lyrics to you. And it says, uh, when you walk through a storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm, there is a golden sky and the sweet silver song of a lark. Walk on through the wind. Walk on through the rain. 
for your dreams be tossed and blown. Walk on. Walk on with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. You'll never walk alone. Walk on. Walk on with hope in your heart, and you'll never walk alone. And you'll never walk alone. This song says what we're talking about here today. That we have that hope. We have that faith. If we have that in our heart, then he's with us. And we'll never walk alone. Einstein, I want to go back to that one quote in, in, uh, in conclusion, says the most important decision we make is whether we believe we live in a friendly or hostile universe. Choose you this day. Blessings or cursings, life or death, Deuteronomy 30, 19. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his peace be upon you and smile. <laughs> Give you a smile. That would be knowing that he sees us and give you that peace. Make healthy choices. Until next time, do take care of yourself. You're important. You're important to God. You're important to us. Until next time.